Psalms 121. I will raise my eyes to the mountains. From where will my help come? My help comes from the Lord who made heaven and earth. He will not allow your foot to slip. He who watches over you will not slumber. Behold, he who watches over Israel will neither slumber nor sleep. The Lord is your protector. The Lord is your shade on your right hand. The sun will not beat down on you by day, nor the moon by night. The Lord will protect you from all evil. He will keep your soul. The Lord will guard your going out and your coming in from this time and forever. I'm Wanda Hardy Kidd, a retired campus minister in my late 60s from North Carolina. A couple of years ago, burdened by grief, I left home alone. A road trip, just me, my truck camper, and a broken spirit. But I found healing in my desert wandering. These short episodes capture parts of that journey. Journey Through the Desert, Episode 15, Horizons and Mountains in the Distance. One of the wonders I appreciated about the desert were the mountains in the distance. They were always there, beckoning me onward. There may be sandy terrain, low brush, gullies, and cactus on three sides, but there were snow-capped mountains looming on the horizon. That is what I loved about the desert. No matter how long the road or monotonous the terrain, the horizon held the mountains, which made my eyes look toward heaven. Regardless of the heat, the white-topped mountains made the desert dweller remember the coolness of the snow and could transport the traveler to another time and place. A citizen of the desert knows that they mostly live in the reality of the heat, the lack of water, and the prospect of danger. But they live with possibilities of an otherness. The mountains, in the distance, they provided hope. That was very different from the prairies and the plains where I traveled. There was nothing there to capture your eye or hem in your dreams and possibilities. The prairies were hard on the settlers of the 1800s. Most had left family and community behind and moved out into the plains, miles from anyone else and even the closest railroad. The work was hard, their houses were small and dark, and the weather was harsh. The wind had nothing to break its sound or its constant ability to wear away everything in its path, be it living or the land. As far as the eye could see, there was nothing to break the view or the despair or the sense of isolation. This experience was so devastating, it had a name. Prairie Madness. It was not a diagnosable medical term, but it was a condition known to the people who lived there. It was said to affect both men and women, but as so often the case, women internalized the pain and the loneliness as depression. I remember the first time I got out of my car to get gas in Kansas on a hot summer afternoon many years ago. I was immediately assailed with hot wind and a relentless whistling sound. That brief experience reminded me of the stories of Willa Cather and Larry McMurtry and the hardship of living on the prairie. According to the literature, the only real cure for prairie madness was to move, to seek community, to find ways to refocus the isolation. The 20th century brought some relief for the prairie dwellers with new ways to communicate and travel, but isolation still plagued them as it does us today. While separated, the 21st century has provided us with even more ways to communicate with multiple electronic devices and computer platforms. We Zoom, we Facebook Live, we share our brief stories on Instagram, and use multiple other apps to communicate. However, the ironic phrase, let's stay in touch, 
actually lacks touch, eye contact, or shared space. After this season of isolation and fear, we need hope and horizons. We need to find our way back to community and to each other. We must develop a long view that replaces our sequestered reality and the trepidation that accompanied every journey beyond our walls. Let us not languish in our aloneness. Ironically, our present prairie madness has more to do with our smallness than the vastness of the desert and the plains, but the effect is no less devastating. We must bravely go outside, wave at our neighbors, and look for a horizon that allows us to dream again. Faithfully, may we lift our eyes to the mountains with the full assurance that God is present in the limitless promise that He will keep our souls and guard our going out and our coming in from this time and forevermore. Thank you, God, for new perspectives, new horizons, and new opportunities. Please give us the power and the grace to move when moving is what will save us. Amen. This is Mitch Randall, CEO of Good Faith Media. We provide reflection and resources at the intersection of faith and culture through an inclusive Christian lens. Visit us at goodfaithmedia.org where you'll find our news and opinion, video and podcast, bookstore and journal, and our travel experiences. You can also make a tax-deductible contribution to support our work and make podcasts like this one, Journey Through the Desert by Wanda Hardy Kidd, possible. Goodfaithmedia.org. Thanks for listening.